Have you considered starting an occupational therapy business, but don't really know what you need to do or even really where to begin? Well, friend, you're in the right place. Whether you're a seasoned clinician, a new grad, or a student, this episode is your blueprint to starting your own occupational therapy business. In it, we are going to highlight who we are as occupational therapy entrepreneurs, why we decided to come together in the first place, and what you can expect from the podcast moving forward. We're OT practitioners turned OTpreneurs, and we want to help you do the same. Are you thinking about starting an occupational therapy business, but don't even know where to begin? Whether you're starting something on the side or going full-time in your business, the OTpreneur podcast is what you need. This show will help you get in the right mindset and give you actionable tips to go from just an idea to OTpreneur. Hey, I'm your host, Sarah Putt, founder and clinical director of a private practice that specializes in early intervention. And joining me is my amazing co-host and online business extraordinaire, the guy, if he wasn't an occupational therapist, he'd be a videographer, Jason Davies. Hey everyone, it's Jason here. Okay, Jason, years ago, I was at this point in my occupational therapy career where I knew that things were good but I also knew that things weren't great. I had a good job and I knew that I was making a difference in people's lives and in the lives of my clients, but I also knew something was missing. I knew that there was something inside of me pushing me to do more, to do something else. And honestly, it really was this passion or this this push to start a business. But here's the kicker. I knew absolutely nothing about business, nor did I even really at that time consider myself to be an entrepreneur. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Yeah, 100%. And I I would bet that there's a lot of other people out there that feels the same. I feel like over the years, I agree. I've met so many occupational therapy practitioners and students who have a dream of starting an OT-related business, but most of the time, or a lot of the times, they tell me that they don't think that they have what it takes or that they don't know anything about business and they don't know even how to get started. And so that's one of the big reasons you and I are coming together, starting this podcast, starting OTpreneur, because it's really for all those people that are on the fence about becoming an occupational therapy entrepreneur, or as we like to call it, an OTpreneur. Get it? Occupational therapy, entrepreneur, OTpreneur. I have to say that becoming an OTpreneur was probably the best decision that I have ever made. It has been life-changing. It allowed me the opportunity to practice exactly how I wanted to practice. It allowed me the opportunity to impact my clients' lives even more so than I had been able to do previously. And honestly, it ignited a passion for occupational therapy that I don't even think I knew existed back in the day before I became an OTpreneur. And nowadays, I can't even imagine not being an OTpreneur. So I'm really curious, Jason. I know I just shared a little bit about how becoming an OTpreneur has impacted my life, but I want to know how has it impacted yours? Being an OTpreneur, how has that changed your life? 
Well, just like you said, it was the best decision I could have ever made. It was also the most scary decision I've ever made. I mean, I still have a note on my wall right in front of me about the day that I quit my full-time job in a school district. It's right here. I keep it up as some inspiration. And it has just changed my life tremendously. It has allowed me to work from home here at my desk with my son in the next room. It's allowed me to work on my own time, whether that means taking off a Friday or working on a Saturday. It's allowed me to have that flexibility and it has allowed me to make a living. No, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this is a rags to complete riches stories. I'm not making a million dollars a year, but you know what? I have fully replaced my income from my day job and then some, and I'm doing it on my own terms that I absolutely love. Building online courses Developing conferences for school-based occupational therapists and a membership community have helped me do just that. I built my OT, online OT business, to support others, to support myself, to support my family, and it's just all come to fruition. You know, one step at a time, I've gotten there, and I couldn't do it without the support of the OT community, as well as a little bit of the support from the business community. And that's why I'm excited for this, because we are going to bring those together here on the OTpreneur podcast. So I did things a little bit on the online side, but Sarah, my friend, you did things with private practices, right? That is correct. And I think this just highlights the uniqueness and the skills that we bring to the table here is that you really have that online focus and online business focus. And I have the private practice, direct client care lens of building a business, building a clinical practice from the ground up. And I've hired employees and independent contractors. And I think this just goes to show that being an OTpreneur, being an occupational therapy practitioner, we can build so many different types of businesses, whether they are more online focused or whether they are more of that clinical care route. But I do know that there is one thing that we have both done. There's one thing that we have in common. And so when we were initially starting the kind of planning process of OTpreneur before it even had a name. So when we were starting to think about this, this endeavor and starting this business together and then figuring out what we were going to do, We knew, we knew very early on that doing a podcast was going to be part of OTpreneur. We are both podcasters through and through, and we both have our own individual podcasts. And so we knew, it was just, it was easy. We knew that we were going to come together and have a podcast to be able to talk about OT and talk about business and bring that together on the podcast and really bridge the gap between clinical OT practice and entrepreneurship and share all the stories, share the wins, share the fails, all that kind of stuff. So we've got a little bit of everything. We have the online business, we have private practice, we have podcasting, a little bit of everything for all of the people that are considering becoming or wanting to become an OTpreneur. Absolutely. And I like to say I started a podcast because I hated typing. If that's not an accommodation for you as an occupational therapist, then I don't know what is. So um, all the OT practitioners out there, we are here for you. We're here to help you to develop your occupational therapy business, whether you are an OT of 20 years 
an occupational therapy assistant of five years or a student still in school, we are here to help you on your occupational therapy entrepreneur journey of starting or scaling your OT business. And I want to jump in here really quick because... I know you just mentioned why you started a podcast when you started OT Schoolhouse and when you started the OT Schoolhouse podcast. I started my podcast, OT for Life, because I wanted to work on my own public speaking. So there you go. Two different reasons why we started our own individual podcast years ago. But hey, that's why we're here. We both love podcasting and we're continuing to do it. I think it's important to showcase why we're doing this and why we're coming together. And I know that you were talking about the students and practitioners. Another thing, another point that I want to bring up here is that we want to be able to share resources. We want to share tips and tricks and things that we've learned along the way that quite honestly, like I wish I would have known half of this stuff back when I had started. Wouldn't that have made our lives a little bit easier? Yeah, absolutely. Because there's a lot of business tips out there, but OT is different. You know, there's a lot of different ethics related to occupational therapy, whether you're talking about supporting a fellow practitioner or supporting an adult client or supporting a child client. Things are very different in the OT world than they are in other worlds. Just really quickly, you know, very few people in the OT world can charge thousands of dollars for a course. And that's what is common out there in the business world. And so that's why Sarah and I are here to help you kind of understand the business side of it from an occupational therapy perspective. And we're going to do that in so many ways. I mean, first of all, we have a podcast, which is, of course, 100% free to listen to. It always will be 100% free to listen to. But we also hope to support you in other ways. And so we're going to do that through a course, through an online course that will help you to understand your idea for an OT business and go beyond that. And then I'm going to throw it back to Sarah really quickly. She's going to share one other thing we have coming for you in the near future. One thing that I know that has been so pivotal, so pivotal, and so important during my own OTpreneur journey has been community and finding people, finding like-minded individuals, finding my people (laughs) that I can connect with and that will hold me accountable, that I can learn from. And honestly, like that's exactly what we will have for you. We are going to be building this community of OT entrepreneurs, OTpreneurs, where we can really just share, help, collaborate, learn, connect, and help each other on the same path to become the best, not just an OTpreneur, but to become the best OTpreneur that we possibly can be. Absolutely. And you know what, Sarah, we promised ourselves, we don't want to make these episodes too long for you. We want to make them actionable. We want you to be able to listen on your short drive, wherever you're going or during your workout and be able to go home and put some stuff into motion. And so we are going to cut ourselves off here because we have so much more to talk about in future episodes. We're going to talk about what things you know prevented us and maybe are preventing you from starting your OT business. We're going to talk about the first one, two, three steps that you can do to get started with that, all coming up in the next few episodes of the OTpreneur podcast. So to wrap up today, what did we talk about, Sarah? We talked about a little bit, just a little bit about who we are. We'll share more about that later and dive more into our stories as the podcast unfolds. We talked a little bit about what we do and why. We talked about why we're here, why we're coming together, and 
really what OTpreneur is and why we started this podcast and what you can expect moving forward. The purpose of today's episode was really to kind of be just a blueprint in moving forward of just learning about us and figuring out who we are and how we can best support you on your OTpreneur journey. In our next episode, we're going to be sharing some of the reasons as to why maybe you haven't started your OT business yet. So since you've already made it to this point in this episode, get ready and just jump on over to the next episode right now. And you're going to find out some reasons that held Jason and I back. And I bet maybe some of these reasons might be the exact same reasons that are holding you back on your journey or from starting your journey. Also, make sure that you go and check out our website, otpreneur.com, for more resources because wherever you are on your otpreneur journey, we're here to support you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the OTpreneur podcast. For links or resources mentioned in the show, head on over to otpreneur.com. It's otpreneur, where occupational therapy means business.